Hello. Hi. Hi. You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain. With none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. So, today, we... <laughs> it's loud, that, isn't it? <laughs> now you can keep going. You okay. Keep going. So I, I stopped there because... <coughs> I'm drinking a really noisy Sprite. I, in fact, I'm going to hold it close to the mic. That'll sound great, won't it? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Hold on. Just going to tap it on the thing. Just dunk it in. <laughs> so it's because, and I think I think we do need to talk about this because I've, I've let this go for a long time now. The way that Yusuf consumes drinks, especially fizzy drinks. So when I say fizzy drink, I, I do just mean a can of. So in this case, it's. I think we've spoken about this before. Sprite with lemon, lime, and cucumber. Never seen it in the shops before. I think Johnny must import it from Yemen or something. From Yemen, directly from Yemen, to my house only. And I hold the the key to the formula. Um, But Yusuf dilutes all of his drinks with water because he thinks that they are too intense (laughs) otherwise. So so... this is after the week where we talked about coffee being too much for me. (laughs) Even a cup of tea. Yeah. So I'm just this absolute drinks pansy. So he so he pours it into a cup and tops it up with water, and as a result, you could hear. It. I mean, I can still hear it fizzing. <laughs> so you get twice the value. You get two liter of coke suddenly turns into a four liter bottle. No. Well, yes. Four liters of drink. Yeah, but I think as soon as you add even a cup, you ruined it. Have you ever been in a bar, and I know you always order tap water in public places, but yeah. if you're, which is something for another day, if, you, if you're ever in a bar and you order a Diet Coke or a Coke, if you're into making bad decisions, a Diet Coke at a bar, and they've got the mix wrong of the syrup to the fizzy water, mm. it tastes awful. Like, if there's not enough syrup to water, it tastes awful. So I think the people I've met split, split down the middle with this. Some people are like, yep, yeah, I can't tell the difference, you're right, like, I dilute them a drink, and they're like, yeah. It's exactly the same. And others are like, oh, that's disgusting. I can't believe you would yeah. do that. And it's the same people that say that they can tell the difference between Coke and Diet Coke. <clears throat> they I they think, are the people who mind. I reckon so. So I, I think I've just got no taste buds left having done all of the hydrolyzed casein <laughs> and um, all the disgusting supplements over the years. Like, well, I mean, Johnny and I used to drink something when we were doing carb backloading, which was his recommended post-workout drink. And I shit not, you not. Not my recommend. That sounded like you were saying it, <clears throat> oh, no, it was Johnny's was, recommendation. John Kiefer, the, the carb backloading guy, who is a good guy, but he recommends awful drinks. Um, mm. So it was, honestly, 100 grams of dextrose, 200 milligrams of caffeine, 7 grams of leucine, some BCAAs. Casein hydrolysate. Casein hydrolysate and whey isolate. And consider these things are all different flavours and, and obviously the leucine and caffeine is very bitter. And you'd have all of that post-workout mm. at like 6pm. Because you can't train before 4pm because of the, in your circadian rhythm, the GLUT4 pathway isn't is optimised f- and all these sorts of things. Like you live your day by this having to train at a certain time, but you have to have this post-workout shake, which means you have to have 200 milligrams of caffeine. At 6pm. Which means you can't get to sleep, which means you wake up feeling terrible and then do it all over again. So, as you've seen, we have tried 
pretty much every stupid idea in fitness in the mm. past. And I think uh, it's a weird accolade to have, but I think it qualifies us to um, be able to denounce bullshit because we've we've been there and tried the bullshit for so, weeks at a Something time. I actually find really irritating is when people are like, oh, um, keto's a terrible diet approach. And it's like, well, what makes you say that? Have you ever done keto? It, no, it, but it, it's, it's always because like, Alan Aragon thinks it's a terrible diet approach. Like, go and do 12 weeks of keto. See what it could, Maybe it's the best thing. You, I agree. you have no idea. Same you? with, you know, with clean eating. Like, oh, clean eating's nonsense. Have you ever tried it? No, because it's rubbish. Like, <laughs> okay, fine. But then if you've just taken that second hand from Alan Aragon, then what are you adding to the conversation? You're well, just you're, you're just passing on something that someone else has said. Whereas if you self-experiment and then document your findings, that's much more of a... People think evidence-based fitness is now just quoting Alan Aragon and Eric Helms instead of quoting what people said about clean eating 10 years ago. You're still just doing, you're still listening to somebody else's opinion rather than either looking at the data yourself or acquiring your own data based on either you, your clients or whatever. It's... Yeah, very good point. Really so, tickles my pickle. Ti- oh, really squirms my worm. Squirms your worm? Um, really... Squeezes my... No... I think boils my piss is what most people would say. Trying to think of it really jerks the gherkin. No, that's wrong. That's a wrong. Tickles Um. my pickle is also isn't right, but Mm. hello, Johnny here. Just a short interruption to this episode. I know what you're thinking. This show was brought to you by none of that. Trust me, we have something completely free, something to give you today. So we're aware that. You guys who've been listening to our podcast, you've heard before us talk about the show notes and other places to go to download things from propanefitness.com. But we want to give those of you who listen to our podcast something completely different, something completely unique that we don't provide anywhere else. So we want to give you something that is actually a membership area or a membership portal where we have loads of free goodies, some downloads, some things to watch, some trainings, and some free presentations that we want to give you all bundled together completely free. All you have to do is go to propinfitness.com forward slash gift. There's no email opt-in. There's no enter your email and receive this. It's completely obligation-free. You just enter your email, enter your username rather, and your password, and then you'll be sent login details. So completely free. In there, we have some training on the 3i formula. That's the framework that we use with all of our coaching students and loads of other free goodies. So that's propinfitness.com forward slash gift. Head over there now. Pick up your free training and we hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy the rest of this episode and we'll speak soon. Anyway, speaking of eating out. And we pickles. Have, and pickles. We have a quick tip for you today about Indian takeaways because um, as you may have heard, I once had a client that um, sent me his macros for a day, his, his um, tracked thing saying I went out for a curry and he tracked it as 30 grams of protein, 20 grams of carbs and 10 grams of fat and he said that this was a chicken korma with naan and rice now clearly he'd gone through my fitness pal database and found the most tame weight watchers tinned version of whatever <laughs> and thought like you know what that's that's probably about or just right. an error maybe an but error yeah. or, or maybe just found something to suit his agenda but um the point is indian food is incredibly calorie dense and it's often because it it's quite full of vegetables and it's colorful and it looks like it's a wholesome meal. Mm. 
Um, we don't tend to think of it in the same vein as looking at a burger or something like that, which is kind of obviously fast food. Now, quick calorie comparison between two Indian meals that would both be relatively filling. Um, you know, this isn't like, oh, compare a stick of celery to 12 Snickers bars. And, you, you know, th this is like at least both of these would leave you coming away feeling well, like satisfied. Or like the pizza restaurants that say they have a diet pizza, but all they do is cut the middle out and replace it with salad. Oh, I had one of them. It's like, it's the same price as well. The Legera? Yeah. Pizza Express? Legera. It's insulting. <laughs> it is. It's the, they cut out the worst bit of the pizza, the middle as well. The worst bit? Sorry, the best oh, bit. I was, yeah, was going to yeah. say, yeah. Anyway, so if you were to compare going out for an Indian meal, tracking honestly, and saying you have chicken tikka, two poppadums, steamed rice, tandoori chicken, and raita, which is the mint yogurt dip, that would come to 90 grams of protein, 80 grams of carbs, and 24 grams of fat which is about 900 calories. So still a hefty meal, but compare that to the standard thing that most people would order, something like an onion bhaji, butter chicken, garlic naan, and pilau rice. That's gonna come up to 74 grams of protein, 144 grams of carbs, and 72 grams of fat. So which less, is less protein. Less protein and 1500 calories. So 600 calories more. So if you were using some of the methods we use in the propane protocol, Mm. You'd be easily able to fit the uh, the 900 calorie option into your evening. If you, the 1500 calories, you're going to need a pretty big calorie budget for the day to fit that in and it not have any kind of impact. I think it's more just the the calorie makeup. To be honest, like I think, mo or sorry, the macronutrient makeup. Like most people. I don't think would notice a difference from a satiety perspective. Especially because you're going to bed quite soon afterwards. If, if you're having an Indian meal, let's say 8pm, mm. and you have the 1500 calorie option, <laughs> that means, let's say you're an average man, two and a half thousand calories is your, is your allowance, then like that's a thousand calories by 8pm yeah. you're allowed. <laughs> like, you're basically fasting. Yeah, yeah. I think most people don't struggle with carbs and fat. Don't struggle hitting them. Yeah, I think people struggle with protein. And so to be having all those extra calories with less protein just seems like a, a poor allocation. And obviously if you've already hit your protein, like all these things are need to be held in context. Like if you've got 1500 calories left, oh, it doesn't really matter. Go crazy on it. Yeah. But it is all about how you allocate those calories to give you as much enjoyment and satiety as you can possibly access. So what's the, uh, the takeaway, Johnny? I don't know. What is the takeaway? You well, said? I believe that the, the takeaway is that we're going to deliver to you right now. Oh. Is, uh, <laughs> is to avoid anything in a sauce. Especially with Indian food, the sauce, although it looks like wholesome stewed vegetable sauce, it's actually ghee. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> basically butter. So what's ghee? Ghee is, you know what? It's I not you mispronouncing it's, gay. Some is, kind it? Of, is it is it treated butter? Let's let's Wikipedia it. I thought it was like All the, I know is the purest. Oh yeah, so clarified butter. Yeah. So so it is essentially It's just butter, basically. Yeah. yeah. It's fat. Fat. Just solid <laughs> fat. Yeah. I, this, this is something that we've spoken about quite a few times of of like the the mismatch in incentives between a chef and you. If you are eating in a restaurant, you may or or, or a takeaway or anything for that matter. Even if you think you have 
100% clarity over what the macros and calories are of a meal. And you think like, this is exactly 1,520 calories. And I've worked my entire week around being able to budget this in. Chef don't care. Chef don't care. And that's the perpetual problem that we face at Propane <laughs> Fitness is that chef don't care. Chef um, wants you to come back. And so chef's going to fill your food with ghee. fat and ghee and salt <laughs> and sugar. and Even just put a whole ghee on top. Like go outside, catch a ghee, catch a wild ghee. And put it on your plate next to your bargee. It'd be a nice tasty ghee, but it's not going to do well for your belly. Belly. Was that trying to rhyme? It was awful. <laughs> yeah, so I think sauces is where, is where chef hide calories because chef don't care. And the more you can simplify the foods that you're having, so simplify the components, but then also remove the sauces, like remove the places where the ghees can hide. <laughs> Because they're devious. I mean, some, they, they might put a little ghee. The, ca- a little ba- the baby ghee. Baby ghee, put it on your naan bread, but they're not going to be able to put as much on. <laughs> That's the thing that you're right. Like, you have to be able to, like, if, if you can look at your food and say... Are there any baby ghees here? There's no baby ghees. They can't hide anywhere. I know that that's a piece of chicken. And so when I go for an Indian meal and I'm tight on calories, <clears throat> I go for a tandoori chicken because that's a half chicken that's grilled in a nice... Um, marinade like mm. at least you know that that is going to be as many calories as a half chicken is yeah the yep. curry could be anything from 300 calories up to like 800 depending on how much how many geese they've caught and mm. put into it's it it's like when you look at a puddle you don't know how deep the puddle is do you <laughs> you know you step in it thinking oh that looks shallow <laughs> and actually you go up to your knees and you're like, well, what am I going to do now? You jump in and then you're like, oh, no. As soon as something's in a sauce, like the amount of calories that you can compress into a... In fact, I saw something on Facebook earlier. I've never seen this before, but it was a packet. Like a small... Similar to like a... Um, you know, it was in, like that thing that Chris gave us at the, oh, o- the yeah, oat breakfast. Like a squeezy awful. packet. <laughs> um, and someone said that it had 1,500 calories in it. It was like a fuel... Like a weight gain. Yeah. Right. He was like, it's so deceptive how small the container appears and how dense the calories are. And I think that's just liquid, isn't it? So true. And the problem with Indian food specifically is that you, we always order... So we, we not only order rice and naan. Like, in what other meal do you have two forms of carbs? Yeah. Like a chip butty or something. But the the heavily fatty sauce is offset by dipping the naan in to the extent that you would very... Like, there's no way if you were just given a big pot of curry ghee stuff <laughs> that you would just sit and drink it. Yep. But when you have a, a, a bread, there's more same. calories to dip it into... Yep. You end up. I think where Indian meals thing. are different to uh, certainly anything I can immediately think of is y- you're you're encouraged to order so many different component pieces. Mm. You know, it's if you, the norm. It's they, yeah, and it's they, almost weird if weird if you don't, which is great for them because the average order value goes up, but terrible for you because it's so <laughs> hard to have like a low calorie meal. Yeah, for sure. Where we love a place in Newcastle called Chicken Coop, and that one of the reasons it's so great is that if you're short on protein for the day, you just go and get a big 100, 100 gram half three-quarter chicken. They won't serve me a three-quarter chicken, actually. Do you remember me another conversation they, with Oh, me? yeah, they, they get angry. But so, so they so serve a, quor- a quarter, half, and whole, and I always want three-quarters, and they won't serve it to me, even though I've said, I'm happy to pay, because they go, oh, just pay for a whole, mate. But, but no, <laughs> I, that won't hit my macros, and then I'll have a quarter of a chicken. But anyway, so... Going to something that is literally, it's chicken, sweet potato chips. And they do have sauces, but they come in shop And the sauces are chilli sauces, which are usually no calories. It's like vinegar and Well, there's no chili. room for the calories because there's so many so, Scoville units. So many Scovilles. 
Because they're so oh, bloody spicy. Really so, hot. Look out for sauces. Look out for baby geese. Remember, chef don't care, and you'll be fine. Hey, Johnny again. Hope you enjoyed that episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. Just a short reminder, if you're listening to this, driving in your car, and you're thinking, man, I really wish I had a reference that they made in minute five or 10 or whatever to that thing that they were talking about. Well, we've, we put together show notes for these podcasts every single week. We give you timestamps, we give you links to things we talk about, and we also give chances to grab free things, bonuses, etc. So head over to propanefitness.com and grab the show notes for this episode over there. Also, if you want to be notified of these podcasts when they come out, if you want free subscribe, subscriber-only benefits, stick your email address in and grab our free downloads, one of the many free downloads if you go to propanefitness.com and the homepage. There's a big red banner on the top of the website. Pick up that free ebook, that free download, and we'll send you emails whenever a new podcast is available. Just one short reminder as well. As you are a podcast listener, you have access to our exclusive free gift that is available nowhere else. And that is at propinfitness.com forward slash gift.